and we right back good evening ladies and gentlemen my name is ty um so we're taking a break from our regular scheduled programming of the 48 laws of power and we are yesterday was the one year anniversary of pop's passing um if y'all don't know um i started this podcast after my father passed on like a few months after my father passed on and yeah it's crazy that it's already been a year um the service was good oh we um we had a service in our compound we um set up canopies we had seats um church members came to sing like the church choir came to sing the pastors came to give exhortations and we just used it as a time of celebration it wasn't really a time of like um mourning mourning part is over so we just wanted to have like stories about him just testimonies about how cool my pops was and i don't know i just felt i should walk you guys through my thinking right now i mean this is this is like therapy for me sometimes so yeah um how do i feel right now i feel good right now i feel good um the day he passed on was a one of the worst days of my life honestly um but i see that there are a lot of things that he set up whose phone is ringing what the hell okay ah, ignore that ignore that sound in the background um so yeah i was saying like i was saying like he set up a lot of things because he was such a great man and because he helped so many people a lot of people have pulled up to really like provide the family support in his time of leaving which is which is great um say what people may about um the church and even if you don't want to believe everything that christians believe i i continue to see the value in just having community having people who believe kind of like the same thing as you and having you guys bond together as a community and the community has really come together like the church community has really come together for my mom and for my brother and for me to some extent i don't really live here so yeah but it's been good um just going through my father's life and just realizing that he he did a lot i think he probably did too much and his system was already tired but he still works so hard and honestly before i never really i think it's been an is becoming a man that has made me understand why he was working so hard because he was working to provide for his family like when you're a child the adulting thing 
this looks so cool. It's like, oh, I can't wait to be an adult. I can't wait to make my own decisions. I can't wait to live by myself. I can't wait to have my own car. But what the adults don't tell you at that time is you're going to have to pay for all that shit by yourself. And figuring all that out is it's crazy, man. It's really crazy. So I really appreciate my pops for just setting an example of a of doing things the proper way, of doing things, working hard and getting things done. And that's kind of what I want to try and implement in my life. Another thing I also appreciate from my father is the fact that we're just two. We're just two sons. Um, it's good because our there isn't too much to argue over. Me and my brother are different. We and my brother are very different people, but we're similar in a lot of ways too. And we have our arguments, but we know that our arguments are not going to spiral into a whole like family situation. So I I appreciate my father for keeping his family small. Um So that's that's another thing I really appreciate from him. And uh, yeah, I already talked about the values of hard work and all that. And he he showed me how to treat people. Like anything good that you see from me is learned from my father and my mother. Anything bad you think I got, I learned that shit myself. If you think I'm an asshole, I definitely learned that myself. But standing up, being accountable, all that stuff, I learned it from my father and I appreciate him for that. Um... I'm saying a lot of ums. I don't know if I'm going to edit that out of the podcast. But, yeah. Um, Quick shout out to my mom. She's been like a total soldier through all of this. And I think that's another benefit of... um, It's a benefit. Benefit of having faith. Having the Christian faith that... There's something beyond earth. So just that hope. It's 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 a real motivator to keep pushing. And my mom is really pushed on really, really well through this. Like, dude, it's it's not easy to lose a partner that you've been with for what, twenty seven years? No, yeah, twenty twenty seven years. It's crazy. It's crazy. And just not to have that partner anymore. It's ridiculous. Kind of scares me though because I'm thinking about my own life. Like do I want somebody in my life that needs me that much? Or I need them that much? That if either of us go before the the time that we're okay with, can we cope? It's one of those things you have to think about, man. But at the same time, you can't let those things scare you because... I'm learning to live in the moment because a lot of things I wish I did with my father that I postponed. I postponed them because I was like, yeah, this guy's good to still be around. We never talked about women. I never talked about, I didn't bring up girlfriends. Um, I didn't bring up all that kind of stuff. I didn't try to glean wisdom from him about marriage and all that stuff because in my head I'm like yeah that's still down the line and if I ask these questions now it will look like I am planning for stuff like that and I'm 
currently averse to commitment, apparently. So, yeah. Kind of wish I asked more questions about those kind of things. Kind of wish I had more videos about my guy. Um, he never really, he never really just stood and took videos. I took some pictures of him, so the pictures of him are gonna live forever. But videos, uh, sometimes it would be nice to just listen to him talk, listen to him laugh. And like I said before, that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast, so that when I'm gone. My voice lives on, my thoughts live on, and my father's thoughts live on through us, through all the people he affected. Because my dad used to have, like, major, like, catchphrases, and I hear everybody use them from time to time because he used to use them. Um, when we're kids, before we go to school in the morning, if we're getting late, he, he'll yell out, are the boys ready to set sail? I don't think so. Move, move, move. And you start getting your things ready because once daddy says that, that means he's already about to enter his car. And Omo, you got to be, because he was a man about being on time, man about being on time. So that was one of his catchphrases. Then another of his catchphrases, he didn't really use it in the house, but he used to use it in the hospital was um, whenever he walked into a building, he would ask, are we happy? That's when, when he walked into his hospital, it was like, are we happy? And everybody sends in their response, yes, 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 that kind of thing. People who are not happy will walk up to him, oh, sir, this is, what, this is the issue, da, 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 da. So even during the remembrance, as we talk small, somebody will shout, are we happy? Everybody, yes, yes, that kind of thing. So that was fun too. What other cat fridges did he used to use? Um, when he's like bargaining, like when he's trying to get something done, like with like co with workers, like um, workers in the house or people he tells to do stuff, and he's not he getting the answer that he wants, he'll be like, "Don't tell me that, don't tell me that, don't tell me that." Oh God, go and sit down there. Oh God, go and sit down there. That's when <laughs> once you hear him say that, you start laughing because you you know that maybe he's not agreeing on the price of something. Or somebody's telling them the somebody's telling him that he can't do something, and he's like, mm, "Don't tell me that! Don't tell me that! Uh, this thing can be done like this, like this, like this." And then, when he when he is talking to you, and he's explaining something, and he'll stop for a while so that you can give him feedback of if you are understanding what he is saying, and then he will pause, and if you get what he's saying, he will be like, "Ah, oh, good," and then he will continue talking, "Good." Then he will continue talking, good, that kind of thing. So, uh, oh no, just those mannerisms and his laughter was like super infectious. Once he starts laughing, you just know that, yeah, Dr. T is in the building. Another catchphrase he used to use in the theater and hospitals patient asleep. Actually, don't know the origin of that saying but he used to say it so much that even the hospital people used to say it right now like just around it's really cool my dad was a great man man my dad was a great man and i can't say it's cruel that he left because it's selfish 
I mean, we're all kind of selfish, especially with Earth and with people that we love. We we, we want our family to be here forever, and it makes sense. But then again, life is going to life, right? And we got to keep moving forward. Um, So that's... Uh, that's just what it is. Um, my dad traveled. My dad traveled with my mom. They used to, there, there's this um, group they had in church, like a bunch of couples, and they would go to like different countries together, um, Italy, Greece, Israel, and it's almost like every year they will pick a place and they'll go on like a cruise, um, ship cruise, and then they'll send me pictures and stuff like that. And all that is just to say that even as busy as he was, he still found time to enjoy himself. Still found time to enjoy himself. And he accomp- I believe that he accomplished everything that he wanted to accomplish in life. Me wanting him to stay longer would have been just for, so that he could see what I can accomplish with my life. And... It sounds selfish, but yeah, I appreciated that, man. I feel like I could have been more vocal with it. Um, yeah, we, we used to say I love you. That was the last thing he said to me. Um, so it's not like we hid affection from each other. So that was good. But I don't know. As a young man, you're thinking about yourself a lot. You're thinking about how to organize your life. And I still do that. But I I also use this to try and get out of my head a bit more and embrace the now. Embrace the now with my friends. Embrace the now with my mom. Embrace the now with my brother. So, yeah. What more can I say? I don't I don't really know if I can say anymore. That's pretty much what's in my head right now. Um That's pretty much what's in my head right now. I miss my guy, man. I miss my guy. Death is cruel or not. Death is just death. We keep moving. Um this is one year down. Shit ton of years to go. We keep moving just need to continue to figure out my life. Anyways, um, if you have lost a loved one and you need to talk or you need some encouragement, reach out to me. My DMs are open. Um, If you have my number, call me. I'm not that hard to reach. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, oh, yeah, my dad used to love exercising. He was, like, the fittest man I knew. And because of him now, like, I do, like, long walks just to stay fit, that kind of thing. Still not as fit as he was. This guy could walk, like, 500 kilometers. Like, I'm not even joking. I think if if you put a 500-kilometer walk in front of him, he'll figure out a way to do it. He He walked. He walked. He was so fit. So in my head, I'm like, it was just his time because if it was about fitness and shit, like he should have just bounced back from this thing like it was a cold. 
Well, he is an older man, not old. He was under 60. Man, Rona really, Rona has really confused me and confounded me with how the world works. It's weird. But we have to keep moving. That's what I keep telling myself. Um, I don't know. It's almost like it feels like toxic mas- masculinity. But I don't know. I feel like I push down how I'm supposed to be feeling and just keep plowing ahead. Just keep plowing ahead. But the thing is, am I supposed to be emotional? Like, am I supposed to be overly emotional? So people will say yes, but for my constitution, for my brain, that might not be how I deal with things. And I don't think that should be considered toxic. Or it might be toxic. I mean, I told one of my close friends that, dude, I could do therapy in like 2045 in the Bahamas. Right now, we head down and continue to hustle. But taking into account all the lessons we learned, appreciating people more, and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to me just talk. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Reach out to me if you ever want to talk. Um, yeah. I think I've said all I need to say for today. Goodbye. Talk soon.